Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. These are our top movies. The like, show. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I do know how like progressively this podcast gets louder. <laughs> uh, I should I should just stand over here and do it. Can you hear me still? I bet you can. Um. Anyways. Well, so I don't have to. We are on our. Now this is the top round. This is the top. This is our top movies. So I picked. So my last one was Arrival. So I've seen this. I saw this in theaters. Can I just say one thing? Mm-hmm. Good luck. Explaining this movie. <laughs> it's actually a... Alien hands. It is actually a... Uh, uh, either a sequel or a prequel to The Leftovers. <laughs> according to Reddit. Okay, leave your anyway, fan theories at home. I'll yeah. leave my fanfare. No. So, okay. Do you like aliens? I haven't met one that I don't like. <laughs> I haven't met one that you don't like. But, so, I'm not, you know, I'll give everyone a fair try. I'm not okay. those Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> what? In See, San Diego. Mexicans? Mexicans. Uh, oh, Mexican. I like how many Mexican. accents, uh, like, offensive accents we can I have. know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm mistaken as a My comment one. section is going to be uh, roaring. People always think I'm Chinese. <laughs> it's a weird one. It is, and it gets way more than it should Right. I think more anyway. Anyway, please. Okay. Okay. So arrival. Okay. I'll just give the. I'll just give the very simple synopsis because. So Amy Adams, is just living in an apartment with big windows, lots of windows. Looking out on the sea. Lots of natural. Yeah, it is. Yeah, she has a really great view. But she's uh, some sort of professor at a university, I believe, teaching linguistics. So. From what I understand about the profession, it seems pretty boring. Like, you could yep. probably either be a professor or you would just work some sort of office job Is where you like research. Thing? Well, it's like, uh, like, it's like, a, like studying this, like, people assume, like, linguistics people, like, professors or whatever, understand, like, every language or whatever mm. can speak anything. They can't. They, what, what they can tell you is, like, language structure. Um, like how like you this know, language like, is built like this you know, like it's like yeah. structure like a tree it's like blah, 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 blah. Um, and they can break it down and probably analyze so, it yeah and like it's like this is like a blah blah <laughs> a place you've seen you know like a language or whatever they would have been good to have in the lion movie mm. right yeah and his not knowing how to pronounce his no name um but she's she's just going she and the thing is ugh, it's hard for me to talk about this without giving away spoilers but there's little flashbacks here and there and you're like oh this like you just kind of assume she lost a kid like based on the flashbacks yeah, you're like oh like she a, someone who like she lost she lost a kid yeah. that sucks so she goes to work and she's just like oh, i'm just gonna turn on my projector blah blah, blah and teach my class of five people yeah and then they're like by the way you're Amy Adams. Impression? <laughs> that, uh, it was Flawless. Like, really. He, like, it's amazing. I thought Amy Adams was in the room. <laughs> I, that's what I thought, too. Like, I, I really did. I, I was blown away. Anyway, she turns on... Her projector. She... <laughs> <laughs> I guess they pronounce that word. 
<laughs> God. Um, yeah, so the, so the students are just, like, kind of bored, and, and she's like, and they're all on their cell don't phones. Don't like the projector? <laughs> they don't like their... <laughs> oh, I can't. You're so pleased with yourself right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even into the aliens yet. Okay, okay, There's okay. aliens? Shh. I forgot that you mentioned about aliens. Okay, so, okay. No, I'm getting fucking serious here, guys. Okay. Um... So the the kids are like, you should turn on the news, and then yeah. she turns on the news, and it's like, all these there's twelve of these things that have come, which I thought they came from the sky, but then I rewatched it tonight. I think they come from the ocean. But anyway, no, they come from the sky. Space mm. is not in the ocean. Space not in so the ocean. So these, yeah. so Jen, these egg things—they look like uh, um, Terry's chocolate orange. <laughs> no, they look like the like, thing like, Lady Gaga arrived in at the Grammys a couple years ago. She arrived in, like, this egg thing. Cool. Gross. So, Amy Adams is like, what the heck? And she goes home and whatever. And then she goes back into work the next day. And by the way, by the way, by the way, if aliens ever invaded, I would oh, just assume... Come on, leave your politics at the door. <laughs> I would just assume everyone would get the day off work, right? Not Why? if you work retail, man. Yeah. <laughs> and if anything, you gotta, like, work, like, come in and for extra <laughs> You gotta sell yeah. those extra I definitely, like, I definitely they, be at the restaurant. They'd be like, hey, Survivor. people are coming in to watch the television. You need to serve them booze. Mm. Yeah. And then she goes into work, and then these people come to her door, and they're like, we need your help figuring out what these aliens are all about. We need your help, like, kind of analyzing them and figuring out, like, why they're here kind of thing. Because she's, like, a, like, an expert of language structure, and they don't, like, understand. Right. She, I think it's, like... She has, like, uh, um, degrees. She might have... I think she might have a degree in xenomorphology or whatever. Who doesn't? I know, right? But, I mean, which is the weirdest fucking thing. Because that, that, that is literally the, the study of, like, alien languages. Yeah, so... Which is, like, how the fuck can you have a degree in something that you've never... It doesn't exist. It's like, this is what alien languages might look and like. Well, that's the thing. I don't know why. Like, like blue blorp. They probably, they just, she was probably like one of the top people. Yeah. And she would, proves that. Would their point, so, like, if, anyways, yeah. Cool. So, they, they show her like this audio clip. And they're like, what do you get from this audio clip? Like, do, do you hear anything? And she's like, I don't really know. Like, I'd have to go there to find out. And then they end up bringing her to one of the sites where one of the spaceships is. And essentially the whole movie is her going up in these spaceships kind of interacting with the aliens, and I wrote in my notes, and I quote, the aliens were meh. They weren't even impressive at all. So what they looked like were black octopus hands. I already wrote down mermaids as soon as you said aliens. They didn't look like mermaids. No. I like how you're just projecting what you want them to look like. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were, so it started off looking like two octopuses with big, long legs, and they would go in, and she was with uh, Hawkeye. Yep. Jeremy Renner. Yeah. It's a movie with Hawkeye. But no, sorry. Was she with the character Hawkeye? Because that would make this movie so much better. better. You know what? <laughs> Fucking yes. Yeah. Being Thor's like... off world. Tony Stark is just like yeah. partying in Maui. Captain America yeah. is doing old timey shit. Yeah. And like, we could get Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. He's here to help you. Hawkeye's here. Yeah. Yeah. He fought the Centurion. I, mean, I just, I, I don't think I've seen him in. Anything else? Really? So it, that's well, impossible. no, but no way. That's impossible. Impo- mission. That's mission. That impossible. is mission. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go. Uh, that. Mission impossible. Come on, you gotta see the town. 
No. With his, that's Sorry. His movie Corey that just looked at me with such heartbreak. That with was. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Just, he ditches all his friends. He's a total douche. No. <laughs> and he like turns around and shoots a cop with the gun. Well, and Reiner he keeps does. having Reiner sex does. with that girl even though he loves someone else. He's just a douche. Or even Ben Affleck. Just living his best life, but um, I like how the final round we're just trying to do. I know, I know. Anyway, I'm gonna sorry. have I'm gonna have literally four hours. Um, it was probably a two parter, but anyway, it probably probably will be. Uh-huh. Um, so so anyways, so Amyan's up there with Hawkeye. Yep. Just keep going with that. I'm calling. Yeah, we'll just call him. And again, oh, by the way, I will add. Her name is actually Louise, and that's my middle name. Louise? And that yeah, and that means warrior. All right. And I just want to add that Sarah means princess, so I'm a warrior princess. My cat's name was Zena, and she was a warrior princess. Yeah. You know what, Sarah? They told me that Evan means young warrior, but <gasps> you know, it, it's, all, it's all bullshit because Evan just means John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it means? Okay, let's not yeah. get off on, on it. Apparently, Corey means God-fearing. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do fear God. I do. So anyways, Jen. Jen. It won't be caught outside. We're bringing it back in. There's... Black eggs hanging out in the sky. So octopuses. Yeah. Black so they go up. They go up, guys. Yeah, yeah. They go up into this like spaceship. They go up into this spaceship, and their whole thing is just like they want to find out why these aliens are here. So they start to try to communicate with them. It's all like blue, blue, blah, blah. Yeah, and then they start like putting out these like ink blots, like little symbols. Like those things that are like, what do you well, feel when you look at this picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's kind of what they look like. Wow, they're kind of like octopusy, like. Because they're yeah. squirting. They kind of like squirt into the air, like they project these like oh. circles or whatever. Sign language in Braille. Yeah, yeah, kind of like so that. And like, so she starts analyzing this, and that's kind of what the movie is, and then you start to get into it. But the whole time she's having these, like, kind of flashbacks, and, like, honestly, like, the whole time I was just like, okay, like, this, these are, like, past flashbacks. Like, she lost a kid, and she's just depressed. And I just want to say, if you're linguistics... No, I, I'm saying what I thought. Okay. I guess that's implying that... Yeah. Yes. Ah, shit, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'll try to edit that out. Or just, when you put the intro on this thing, like, we're kind of saying that we're not doing spoilers, we're totally doing spoilers. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, so, so yeah, so you get the feeling that something has probably happened. Um, let me just revert to my notes here. See. Um, yeah, and I, I do love Amy Adams in this movie. I mean, I love her in any movie, generally speaking. I am a big fan of Amy Adams. But yeah, I think yeah. that this, as a linguistics, was probably her most exciting day on the job. Because she's like, oh, I'm just teaching class, whoa, and whoa, now whoa. I'm analyzing aliens. Enchanted, she was thrown through, like, no, a as magical a ling- porter. <laughs> as, a, <laughs> as a linguistics yes. person. Yes. And I oh, you should mention also that, um, what's his name, uh, Forrest Whitaker was, uh, huh. was the, uh, was the colonel him. or whatever. Nice. Was, like, the military He's amazing. I, and I, I have a bit of a crush on him. Ghost dog. Yeah. Yeah. So it keeps you hooked, and you're just like, what the fuck? And I can't, like, I can't get into anything else without giving away spoilers, but the end is great. Nice. Um, Can I bring up one yeah, fact? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jeremy Renner, who's Hawkeye, mm-hmm. got in a fight with Spider-Man. So there's the Spider-Man so there's connection. The Spider-Man connection. Do you mean you mean in the movie uh, Winter Soldier or? Or uh, uh, oh no, uh, Civil War. Civil War. Yes. So. Okay. All right. 
That's it. There's but a Spider-Man honestly, connection, so that's pretty much a game. I will already. say one thing that the aliens I just thought were kind of disappointing. Because the the best alien that there is, or monster that there is, is the chlorophyll monster. Which is no. I'm just saying that I know Jen's disappointed because apparently they don't look like mermaids. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sarah, but the xenomorph is the most, uh, like, Wait, successful that? alien. Oh, 100%. It's one of the greatest. The alien from Alien. Oh, I haven't seen it. With, like, the... I haven't seen it. So you haven't seen, it. So you you haven't seen, seen the town or any alien? It had a thing that came out of its mouth. Yeah, and, like, little mouth legs. It's like, it's like, it's like get back in there, little mouth. I couldn't get to go upstairs by myself until I was about 20. Yeah, no, and Monster in the Closet was a movie directed by James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy. Which is one of the best movies. Yes, definitely. Because Ben Affleck's not in Watch your mouth. I, you know yeah. what? I, I, I would probably, I would probably have a romantic relationship with Chris Pratt. No, uh, oh, Chris I, Pratt's next level. Like I 10. would. Like, oh my gosh! Yeah. As straight as I am, like I, I just can't help but like. As straight as you are, you'll bend for you Chris know, Pratt. Like, like that smile, like, uh, like is he oh, on your reverse oh five? God, that should be just another podcast. Definitely improving. Um, yeah, we'll do. Anywho's the the movie wraps up very nicely, and I'll just I'll be vague as fuck. I'll vague book. It's it's kind of based around the idea of like, if you knew your life was gonna go in a certain way. Would you still live it that way? Oh, oh. Man, very philosophical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you'll dig like the twist at the end. Wine because I saw recently <laughs> Split, which is M like Shyamalan, and that yeah. ending, and that ending was terrible. And Arrival blew Can it out of the water. I had that Split's not nominated for an Oscar, so please don't talk about it. I won't talk about it, don't but I'll just say that the ending was disappointing. <laughs> ending was amazing. Anyway, I like the ending. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Oh, okay. We'll have to talk better. Anyway, that's that's Arrival. Okay. Well, in a nutshell, I think this movie has everything you could possibly want. I yeah, except mermaid aliens. I've got... Okay, the mermaids, I was a little disappointed to find out they're more, like, I wrote Oct- down black octopuses and hot guys with spaceships. Um, <laughs> there are ink blotches, flashbacks, and dead babies. <laughs> oh no no no! No we dead don't, babies. Well, I, we don't I talk about that. will not confirm or deny. I didn't see this movie, we'll so I don't know if there's babies. anything dead babies or not. Um, anyways, and big philosophical meaning at the end. So mm-hmm. I would probably see it just for fun. Funzos. Ooh, I hit that like with such. Fuck yes! Fuck yes! All right, so now we come to what is uh, I? I don't I. I would take a separate bet on this. Is going to be the best Oscar pick of the year, um, like by Price Waterhouse Cooper. <laughs> I don't know what that means. They are the people who determine oh. who win what Oscar. I don't know that. Huh. La La Land. Mm. Holy fuck! Okay, <laughs> did you have you seen it yet? No. Okay. Um, that movie from the very get go was. Fun. Fun? Fun. Like, the... It starts off with um, a typical San Diego... Well, um, San Francisco... Hollywood. Hollywood, sorry. Los Angeles. Traffic jam. You know, uh, which breaks out into a lovely, charming musical number. Are you being sarcastic? No! Okay, are you into musicals? No, but I'm not... It depends on the musical. Like, the music is, like... It's, it's, it's like, because the whole thing, and I'll get into this, the music um, is just like, 
so jazzy and mm. up tempo and just sort of yeah like really get your toe tapping yeah like real I forget even what the name of the, I do forget what the name of that first song was but like it's a great musical number it's probably not a good time that for the name of the musical number but I never remember the name of the musical numbers yeah anyway uh, I so I guarantee you it's also up for like best musical score which it's going to win Mm-hmm. Um, fuck um, yeah. I heard good things. It might not win best song because there's a bunch of crazy competition in terms of best song for the year. But the musical score, absolutely 100%. La La Land, I'm calling it now. Also calling it for best picture. But, and I'll explain why. Um, Ryan got, like, it then pans to uh, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, Spider Man Connection. Spider Man. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Shit! Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't when about that. That's alright. <laughs> Uh, you know, so, um, you know, stuck in this traffic jam and fucking, um, so Emma Stone is like an, an actress, or sorry, she's a barista who's working on the set of a Warner Brothers studio who is trying to make her way in Hollywood as so many young women do. And she's a woman. <laughs> she is a woman. She's not a Hillary Swanky mess. No, boys don't cry. Boys don't cry. She played a boy. Or a girl described. We're not trying to sell you on Boys Don't Cry, but. I thought that was a man that lost her mind. No, No, don't worry. We're off top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, was that girl interrupted? Amanda, are you talking about Amanda Vines? Vines? She played a boy. No. Oh, I think that's what you're thinking of. No, no, that well, was you're thinking of the, that was the soccer one. Yeah, when she couldn't get on the team. Yeah. Yes. Which was is that? based off the uh, the twelfth night. Twelfth right? night. The, yeah. yeah. The Hang on, Hang on. I got yeah. this. Um, and uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get that's back to the show. I know. We really <laughs> that. It, what a girl! Oh no, she's the man. She's, she's the, man. the man. Okay, perfect. Sorry. She played her own brother. Also, probably she got an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely Amanda Bynes. I lost mine. Thank you, Oscar. What's she's yeah. doing these days. Oh, anyway, sorry. Nobody. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry. So, um, so Emma Stone is, you know, like trying to like make her way as an actress, and like Ryan Gosling um, is. You know, and, like, it starts off, like, and she's in traffic, and she's, like, you know, on her phone, like, you know, like, looking at shit, and, like, traffic's moving, and she's staying still, and Ryan Gosling behind her, like, blaring his horn at her, and, like, it's, like, get the fuck out of the way, you know, like, there's, like, people trying to go places, and he, you know, like, she gives him the finger, and he gives her the finger, because, like, she's, like, just sitting in fucking traffic. You know. Very passionate about this traffic scene. Man, traffic is frustrating. It is. Keep moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the flow of traffic you know, is like, like a big thing. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Like, I'm on you board. Cause car accidents that way. Yeah. So, um, you know, like Ryan Gosling is, you know, and like you know, they have like encounters, uh, like uh, I think it starts off around Christmas time. And, uh, um, you know, she walks into this, like, bar, or this restaurant, uh, a little while later, you know, and Ryan Gosling is this jazz pianist who is, like, hired by this bar to play fucking Christmas songs, which, uh, if you, like, the most, the most, like, you know, generic, like, uninspiring, you know, like, traditional, Wish like, you a Merry Christmas. Little, like, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like, uh, 
You know, like for yeah. jazz penis, like that's like it's like, well, you might as well like ask me to like just fucking like hit my head with a pot, like from the kitchen, <laughs> like for all the actual musical integrity that it carries. Mm-hmm. Understand, frustrating for an artist. Uh, now, this film is directed and written by Jace um, Chazel. Can't remember his first name. Justin, I want to say, but he's the guy who did Whiplash. Oh, amazing. So, um, what's his name? Uh, J.K. Simmons plays the manager of this restaurant. And where he plays um, a jazz aficionado in Whiplash. A man who's so passionate about music. Yeah. You know, like he's screaming at this kid or whatever. In this movie, he plays the almost the exact opposite where he fucking hates jazz with an extreme passion. Uh, yeah, Damien Chazelle. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. So, and the music was by um, Jordan Horowitz, I'm pretty sure. Justin Horowitz. Sure. Justin Horowitz. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. Re- reuniting director and actor. I, oh my God. Also Spider-Man Connection. Because he's oh, J. Jonah Jameson. Jameson. The best J. Jonah J- Jameson. The, the J. Jonah Jameson yeah. from Spider-Man. Get me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, like, like, the best. I love that Spider-Man's so entangled. <laughs> yeah, wow. Like, this tangled web you mean. <laughs> you know, like, uh, so really you need to watch the Spider-Man movies. Is what we're trying I do to. like yeah. Spider-Man. By the way, I just... Not to derail this, but I found my Spider-Man connection for both Hidden Figures and my last movie. So, anyway, okay. Okay. just do your thing. Do your thing, but I just wanted to see, like, the director that you just said. I didn't remember his name. I didn't even write down. But does he have, like, traffic things? Because he had a, a thing called Whiplash, and now he's they have Road Rage in this movie. Oh! <laughs> and there's jazz. Apparently he loves jazz and, and hates Wasn't he in traffic. Juno? As the dad in Juno? Oh, yes. Yes, J.K. Simmons was. Yeah, but he's not there. Like, I, but that was, oh, right, right, right. That was the, yeah, Did the something happen in his life or traffic? Maybe. And Maybe. Rage. Like, I feel like... I, feel I, like I mean, the, the musical number was good jazzy. But, um... Yeah, and, like, and Ryan Gosling sort of, like, explained... And Rachel... Or, sorry, I almost said Rachel Gaddon. Um, Emma Stone in this movie, you know, she's all, like... Like, and it, she's, like, meant about jazz, and then her, um, Ryan Gosling sort of, like, is, like, trying to explain jazz and, like, his passion for it and, like, how this, you know, like, like jazz is sort of, like, you know, like, music, you know, which, you know, like, is, lives and breathes art, you know, and, like, and musical intre- expression, like, it's, it, and jazz is this beautiful thing. Like, I, I feel that, too, about this music that, like, a lot of people don't really care about. But, um, it starts off because, like, just, or, um, Ryan Gosling is such a huge jerk at the start of the fucking movie. Like, that, that when I watched this movie, the person I watched it with said that, like, I don't get it. I'm just not into him. You know? And how can any person... Not be into Ryan fucking Gosling, the most like downy, soft, charming, one of the hundred like top like 
beautiful man of the world. I know. You know, like I mean, like I was that, all over him to break her eyes. I'm like, oh my god, right? <laughs> Those waves. I know. In his hair. In and his in hair. The on like the the sea had nothing on his I hair. I was like, I a think. Sidekick. I think oh, we have to break the, the rules yeah. for just a second because he was watching it with me. Yes, yes. Sarah was and the the, the girl. I, I think we did break the yeah, rules. Yeah, the, the rules. The rules are. Because Evan really just went in on arrival. I know, but I will say that, like, I, I, will, I won't take away from you, but I will say that I am a Ryan Reynolds girl. Oh, <laughs> and there can never be two Ryans. No, 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 no. It's just like I've never felt that. You can't same. deny that he is handsome okay. as fuck. No, no, it's handsome as fuck. But in this Got movie, it. in the beginning of this movie, before they, in the beginning of this movie, they Most he was a did. jerk to her. So, yeah, I was. I just didn't. didn't I was like, I was she like, she was in traffic, not moving. He was justified to be the dick yeah. for a while. Yeah, like the rules. It wasn't just that. Yeah. It wasn't just that they met a couple times, it's and true. he he didn't pay no mind to her. Yeah, he he gave her literally the shoulder the second time. And, Ooh. Like he like Which pushed her out of the way, you know. Like he was cold, uh, you know. But like, but as the movie progresses, you know, like they fall in love through song and time and like magical street lamps. Which yeah, <laughs> if he touches the street street lamp, he yeah. starts singing. Yeah, yeah. like I like they, they set this like scene and there's like this tales. like this street lamp. I'm like they're gonna sing. Like they're gonna sing around that street lamp. You know, like, I'm calling right now, like, sure enough, you know, ding, like, and, like, just on cue, like, they burst into a song. And, but, in the end, you know, like, the movie sort of, like, focuses on, like, she wants to make it as an actress, and, like, he wants to open up a jazz club, a successful jazz club, you know, in New in Hollywood, it has to be a specific place. And, um... I've been biting my fist over here because you, you, I, you've already said your last. No, I know, but I just I can't I can't talk about how much I loved this movie. I would, I wanted to see this movie. Like, and it, I'm a cold-hearted, bitter fucking biatch who's like, like it, it, love sucks. It doesn't exist. Me 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 me. And this movie gave me owie feels in my heart. Yeah, like and it was like it was. I think it was like what I will also say about this movie, like. Uh, um, the John Legend is in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Otherwise known as Arthur the Yardvark. <laughs> nice. Have you seen, like, any of that going yeah. on the internet? Oh, man. Good pull. He's clutching his fist right now. <laughs> so hard. Um, and um, uh, Ryan Gosling had to learn piano for this movie. He's a fantastic actor. So he does have a musical background, but he had to learn piano for this movie. And so what he did is in pre-production, even though all the piano parts were recorded, like, so the music that you're actually hearing is being recorded by, like, whoever it was, Justin Phillips, whoever. Um, Ryan Gosling did um, two days a week, or two, day, two hours a week, six days, two hours a week, six days a week, or whatever. Six days, two hours. Yeah, 12 hours a week. Yeah, of piano lessons. Wow. And all of the footage of him playing is actually him. They use no hand doubles. They use a digital uh, production. And there are some extensive like pieces that he's playing. And John Legend said that he was jealous of like how quick and easy uh, Ryan Gosling picked up the fucking piano. He's one of those really talented people. Well, John Legend. Because... Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, and Ryan Gosling is just effortlessly. Stinks of talent. And it's just visually fucking stunning. It was. 
it was all very like timeless mm-hmm. like uh hollywood sort of has this sort of quality about it um like hollywood itself like of just like being out of time out of place from like anywhere else so mm-hmm. they're all wearing suits you know they're all wearing dresses they're all look fabulous but it was set in present day and that's what i didn't get because it had this like retro feel and like all the dresses were really retro mm-hmm. and... but then they had like a very joke the joke about the the priuses when uh, she yeah. had to go get her valet checked and it's like a, like a whole box of like Prius keys, and it's like uh, which one? Did it? All right, um, but I think it was a beautiful movie. Beautiful. I definitely wanted to see this movie. For mostly because it looked super whimsical and just fun. Whimsical. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it just looked like a good, like old classic movie. My heart. Everything. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, well, go sorry ahead. about your heart. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but everything they did, everything in the old style of one takes. Yeah. So oh, nice. Everything was like done like it wasn't like a bunch of takes edited together for the songs and the performances. Yeah. It was like hot takes. So like they got it all right. You know. And I loved that it would go from like these like very beautifully like planned out like musical numbers and then it would just cut right back to like Emma Stone being witty as fuck and like being awkward and yeah. like I love that like a, like her she kind of came out in that character yeah to like where it would bring you back to like okay and I, I didn't talk enough about Emma Stone in this movie but She's like she did fantastic. a great job so portraying a shitty actress yes like she, yeah 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 Emma Stone is without a doubt like a talented actress but she's going through Review after, like, uh, audition after audition. And, you know, like, facing a constant rejection. And there's this one point where, like, she gets a call back. And to do, like, um, kind of this uh, sort of um, Sharon Stone, sort of a, what's that teacher movie, um, Gangster's Paradise? Oh, uh, Dangerous Minds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, where she's doing, like, Dangerous Minds. Sort of, uh, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, and, um... She, she sort of, like, delivers this line, and, like, it's literally the worst thing I've ever It's, heard. like, one line, and they're yeah. like, no. And they're like, yeah, thank you, that's enough. And uh, uh, they're already pulling out another, like, dossier or whatever. And, like, she's, like, trying not to, like, break out into tears because this is the first callback that she's ever received. And it's it fucking sucked. And I, I remember when that happened, I was like, in all fairness, that was terrible. Yes. And yeah, like, it was so bad. Like, like she's like... Yeah. Like, like smiling and, like, kind of, like, trying to, like, <coughs> trying to, like, play it off of And, and the ending is just... The ending is so good. But anyways, I, I could just sing the praises all day. All right. Well, that's... Would you guys please watch it together? I think we're... Yeah, we're definitely both. Yeah. He likes to watch movies without me. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry. We should do another Cheers. Because yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're on the last movie. We're on, yes. Yeah. Um, ting, ting. And they probably might not pick that up, but... Wanna, you we've been killing the gold slugger. I'm shocked. Yeah, we're... I feel um, great. I, I feel I lovely. Deserve. I feel lovely. It's not bad. It's like... You know you're getting to the bottom of the barrel where you can actually gold flakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've had a couple gold flakes. All right, so I'm going to prefix this with spoilers because I love... My last movie, I should say, is Moonlight. I unabashedly love this movie. And I feel like I shouldn't spoil it, but I'm going to spoil it. The only way I can talk about how great it is is to spoil it. 
And I yes. still think even if I spoil it, people will still love it. Yeah. So oh, people yeah. don't get mad at me. <laughs> yes, yes, please. Because we're giving send you fair warning. Your, send all your hate mail to me yes. at uh, email <laughs> at <laughs> hotmail.com. Yes. Uh, I know my name's Corey West, but that's that. Uh, that's my alias. Yeah. And just so if you not hate me spoiling this, or if you're offended by anything I said tonight, just send me this directly. Yeah. And every every like bad complaint I get, uh, I will send you back fifty bucks in the mail. So yeah. just yeah. send it this email. <laughs> Yeah, so if and this is the last one of the night. So it is, it if, is. if you don't want to hear this, just just you know, turn no stop stop yeah. listening now. Okay. okay, Corey, take over. So Moonlight is is a movie. I know nothing about it. It's, it's a movie? Shut up, seriously. I know, and it got nominated as a movie. Um so uh it's a movie about a kid named um uh, Chiron or Sh- Chiron? Yeah, I think it's Chiron. Sorry, I had a mm. gold talk. Chiron. Yeah. Um, and it takes place during uh three aspects of his life. Uh, early on, like then, like high school and or I think junior high. Don't call me. Little yeah. middle age, and then like an adult, basically. Um, so part one, it's breaking in three parts. Part one it is called Little because. Chiron's uh, nickname when he was smaller was Little. Mm. And uh, basically, the first part um, about him as a child, his mother, played by um, Naomi Harris, uh, great performance. She is a drug addict, and he basically doesn't have a father in the picture. Um, And he's a kid that, like, you can tell early on, like, it's kind of a story about he's, he's bullied by kids. And he hides kind of like almost like in almost like a crack den. And he's found by like this uh, an, an, uh, a drug dealer named Juan, I do believe it's called, uh, is his name. Played by, uh, again, Marshara Shala Ali. I know I'm butchering his name. Back to the guy who was in Hidden Figures. Marshara. Marshara Ali. Yeah. Okay. So he plays, and here's, okay, so here's how I'm bringing back Hidden Figures. And... Uh, Moonlight to Spider-Man. It's Mashiali plays Cottonmouth in Luke Cage. Luke Cage is in the Marvel Universe as is Spider-Man. That's my, my Spider-Man connection. God. So, there, I connected. There you go. I connected movies. Um, <laughs> Was there an Arrival one? Connection? Yeah, Jeremy yeah. Renner. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Hawkeye. That's right. Um, I, didn't we determine that? The Hawkeye character was in that movie. Like, not even Jeremy Renner, but the actual Hawkeye. Anyway. So, uh, (laughs) it's, it's, it's such a great movie. It's a perfect movie. But anyway, um, so he's found in this kind of crack dead by one. And, like, he kind of takes this boy in and kind of, like, uh, like, feeds him. And becomes, like, you can tell this boy, because his father's not around, becomes, like, his kind of father figure. Like, he teaches him how to swim. Like, he's... He's looking out for him, but his character, like, is so amazing because he's being this father's kid, but also he's a drug dealer. Um, and so in the first part of this movie, because it's breaking three parts, um, he becomes his father figure for this kid. But then the kind of major dilemma is that, like, he's also a drug dealer and he sells drugs to, like, this kid, little Chiron's uh, mother. And, like, they, there's, a, there's a great scene with him 
and uh, uh, sorry, uh, Naomi Harris um, character's named Paula, and that's Tyrone's mother. And there's this great thing where like he kind of attacks her like because he's been taking care of this kid, and like uh, he's like basically attacks her on the fact that she's not being a great mother, and then she basically throws it in his face, being like, "Well, you're like you're a drug dealer. You've got me hooked on drugs. What do you have? Like you can't say anything." Yeah. So right. his character so yeah. yeah, and his his character is amazing. Like has to balance this, and it's just it's such like a drug dealer is always like such a one dimensional character, but he's amazing in this role, like trying to be this father figure to Sharon, and like uh, and also be this drug dealer character. Uh, eventually, so part one leads to Sharon basically finding out like basically he sells drugs to his mom and kind of like. Breaking almost like Juan's heart, being like, like you're part of the problem, like, and so this father figure, like Sharon, who guy, a kid who's taking this guy in, except the father he never had, ends up hurting him. So that's kind of the end of part one. Oh, and I should say Janelle Monet, also, yeah, yes, yes, back in this movie, she plays Juan's um, uh, like girlfriend in this movie. So ah. they basically take Sharon in, like when he has to eat or if he has to sleep there and stuff like that. So, and she does an amazing performance in this as well. So that's kind of in Layman's Terms Part 1. Part 2 is he's a little bit older. He's in, like, I think high school. I feel like I may be watching that, maybe junior high, but he's older, an older kid. Uh, and this kind of, like, focuses more on him and, and his relationship with uh, his friend named Kevin. And I will say in Part 2, spoilers. Spoiler uh, alert. Uh, Jennifer Monet's character is uh, Teresa. She's still in the picture, but Juan has died. He was a drug dealer, and he was killed. So he, that character's out, but he still kind of goes to Teresa's place, and uh, like when he needs to play safe, he needs to play safe. But uh, his mother has got worse into drugs at this point, Paula. Um, but and like you can tell in the first two parts, he's like different from other kids, and he's kind of coming to realizations. So basically, part two for the most part comes down to um he uh him and his friend kevin basically they're they're very close they go to the beach one day and they kiss and basically they do some hand stuff so oh. it comes out that yeah hand stuff. Is, yeah so kevin and sharon they kind of so come to this thing like yeah but they it basically is saying like oh you remember how this kid was picked on by the boys and he was kind of picked on because he was different and, like, kind of... Yeah. Like, and it, it's 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 really, really well done how he's... Basically, he is a gay character, but, like, he doesn't know himself early on. It's just, like, he's coming to terms with it. And, like, and even, like, he's different in a, a way that, like, kids don't necessarily know what he is, but they pick on him for it. Like, it's, mm. like, like, this kid somehow is different, so we hate different. Like, yeah, yeah you know, and it's... So basically, like I said, him and this character, Kevin, they kind of kiss and they do some hand stuff, like I said. I love that uh, you're saying hand stuff. I know. And you're no, just no, not no. straight up saying hand jobs. Yeah, yeah. That's what, it. what other kids? Like Don't that? say hand stuff. No, I know. Yeah, there's no nice stuff, guys. I guess. Is there butt stuff? Yeah, <laughs> there's no butt stuff. Um, so anyway, so, this is, <laughs> so it kind of, in a weird way, it mirrors, like, this is the great, this is the great part of the movie is that somehow it mirrors, like, He's kind of a closed-off kid, and he's bullied and stuff like that. And the first, the first part of this movie, 
he found this drug dealer, but like he never had a father figure. So it's like he lets this guy in to be like, be my father figure. The second mm-hmm. part's like he's letting himself be vulnerable, being like, and realizing like I am like I'm a, I'm gay um, with this guy. So this is where they pull the rug from under you. There, there's this one kid that's constantly bullying him. I can't remember the kid's name, but as this kind of initiation thing for this guy Kevin, who he kissed, who like nobody knows they're here or whatever, but he basically forces this Kevin kid to be like. Hey, when Chiron comes around, uh, like you gotta, you punch him, like punch him and knock him down, like that. Mm. Um, and he does so after having his kiss and all this stuff. He basically punches Chiron uh, as like this kind of thing to like, so, like get into it with the cool. Yeah, deal. kind of like that. So, and basically he's t- he punches him and knocks Chiron. Is this like he's basically saying like stay down, like it's over, blah blah. And Chiron refuses. So. This Kevin kid keep punching him, punching him, basically punching him until he can't get up. Mm. So, in a weird way, like, the Chiron's been, basically, like, he just has been super vulnerable to this guy being, like, and realized he was gay, and then, like, now he has this guy, like, beating the shit out of him. Mm. But anyway, so it kind of turns around, he gets beat up, and then it goes on, and, like, this kid's in class. And he doesn't go after Kevin, but he goes after the bully who kind of made him do it. Like, he goes in class and, like, hits him with a chair and basically messes him up. And that end result shows Siron go, uh, uh, go to jail. And that's the end of part two, basically. So when you get to part three, it's Siron much older, um, and he's a drug dealer now. It's kind of thing he's Sarala is playing... Well, Sarala is dead now. Like that, he was dead. Sorry, I, I oh, think sorry. I said that, but he was dead in part two. Like he, he, you don't see it, but between part one and part two, he, he was murdered. Father, father figure. Yeah. He wasn't his father. So basically, he's become the thing that he kind of turned against that character. Yeah. He's like now he's a drug dealer, but now he's like he's been hurt so many times and he's never had any breaks that you and like I I can't stress enough how Moonlight is like I said a perfect movie but it's subtle it never hits you over the head with it but it it makes you think like and makes you put you on the path to like mm. describe it so when you get to the third point you realize this guy's been hurt so many times like he's trusted like basically the biggest thing probably of his life is that he realized he was gay and then the guy yeah. that he found this out with like beat him like yeah. in a weird way to like get yeah, in with another fucked. crowd and, like, before that, he basically never had a father figure. And the one father figure he had, he realized, was, like, a drug dealer and, like, ruined his mom. So, it's, like, yeah. so, in like, literally, like, it never really comes out and says, but it makes you feel like it's just, like, he's made himself, uh, like, you can't touch him now. Like, if you see him, he's, like, jacked. And he's scary. Like, he's the drug dealer. Like, he's just, like, nobody's going to bully him because nobody wants to go close to him because he's a scary person. Because he might have killed him. Yeah, exactly. And, like, now he's buff. And it's, like, I've been picked on all my life. Now I, like, people are scared to fight me. He becomes a thing that's, like, you can't hurt me anymore because you're scared of me. Like, he becomes. Yeah, basically. So, and it does. Yeah. (laughs) But it does juxtapose, like. The kind of... Being gangster means you never have to see yourself. Yeah, but it's like... So, and I, I will I will, I will, will definitely say, like, it's 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 kind of, like, plays that thing where it's like, in the African-American community, like, being gay is... Yeah. Like, you, you're just not gay. Like It's, it's, it's just like, like a double negative. Like, like, yeah. Not only is it, like, hard to be, like, gay and, like, be a man, like... Yeah. yeah but it's doubly hard to be gay and African-American. Yeah, exactly, because it's... it's and, and, and they play that so perfectly. So, like I said, in the third act, he's... 
he's this hardened man who's like built this persona so nobody can ever hurt him again. Yeah. So it, it plays well. Like he's a drug dealer and then finally he goes see his mother and his mother is like in rehab and she's clean. And they have an amazing scene where they're just like, it's just basically like just fight between, kind of fight between him, but he eventually begrudgingly like says like, I forgive you for what you were. Like you were a drug addict. You ruined my life. Yeah. Like you, you weren't the mother that I needed. And I had nobody. And then she's basically like, well, uh, I was an addict. Like, and it's this great scene. And then, so basically the Kevin character who you uh, originally had like, like the, yeah. like came out, like basically was like, had the realization, I'm gay. Basically they, they talk on the phone and Kevin's kind of like, well, I'm in Miami. Come see me. Like, I'm sorry for what happened and blah, blah, blah. So he does. And then when they meet, it's kind of weird because like Kevin was able to kind of like, and it, like I said, it doesn't hit you over the head with, but basically comes to terms with, like, I'm a gay man. I went to Miami. I'm a server here, yeah. like, now in Miami. I was able to live my life As and, like, man. slowly come to it. We're, like, he's, he finally sees Chiron, who's now going for another illness. Like, he likes to call himself black at this point. Um, and that's kind of a thing, because every chapter is named after kind of a nickname. Like... The right. first chapter is called Little when he's little, and yeah. the second chapter is called Sharon, who which is his name, and the third chapter is called Black, and that's like the persona that the drug dealing persona uh, that he came across. Get on up does that with the the movie the biopic about uh, Ray Charles. Oh really? Yes, <laughs> like there's some chapters named like Mister Dynamite and like, oh based yeah, on, like you know, that like, yeah, parts of his career. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so he kind of built this persona, this mean, like, scary persona. And so when he goes to see Kevin, Kevin's almost, like, taken back, being like... Who is like, this man comes? Basically, like, what are you now? Where Kevin's, like, kind of been able to be who he is yeah. inside. And they, they kind of... It's kind of a back and forth and blah, blah, blah. But finally, like, they kind of... Oh, too much, but they kind of reconnect. And, like, even Chiron is, like... like I've loved you since this happened. Ew. Like, I loved you since this happened. I never met a guy or a girl since then, but, like, I changed blah, blah, blah. And, like, it's kind of like this, the movie, like, that, and, like I said before, it, it's perfect. The way it's filmed, the colors they use, like, mm. the sadness, like, and it's, nice. like, it's so sad, but it's, the sadness of it is never extremely in your face it builds up in you like slowly like you don't even know like they're putting in it's and then by the end it's like the story is about this kid who never had anybody and anybody who he actually opened himself up to and was vulnerable to betrayed him and finally in the end it's like basically the end of the movie is him and this kevin like the reconnect and they're in a loving embrace and it just gives and that's literally the end it kind of ends and then it's like maybe this character who's been so messed over his whole life has finally arrived. Found peace. Come, yeah, yeah, peace. And, like, somebody loves him who he can be open with who's not gonna... Even though this one character has him back, but he's found, like, the Safe. love that he's looking for. Yeah. Maybe he can be himself. And that is a movie. And it, um, it, it is one of the most perfect movies from every aspect, music-wise, acting-wise. Like... And I, um, uh, I'm going to push it. Mashar, Shalah, whatever. Ali. You know what's funny? He should be, he should win. He's nominated best. for Best Actor? He's he got Best Supporting. What? Oh, he's Best Supporting? Yeah. Because well, he's, he's only in the first part of it, but like. So, not only is his name Ma- 
Mahershala. It's Mahershala Hashbaz. Oh, wow. And he just like, cut it off? Like, it's, mm. it's even longer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Holy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like looking at him. Like, That's a hard oh, one. Yeah. That hurts my heart. But I will say, Moonlight is from top, like, the, like, and it's weird because when you feel it to your subject matter, I find movies like that have drag. This movie doesn't drag. It's That's good. Visually is so beautiful. The music is perfect. Like it is as close to a person perfect movie that I've seen. Like wow. and it's a am- it's amazing. And it's it's so I can't explain how subtle it is without but it it just invokes such big emotions. Like right. it's insane, but it's not like it's not one of those movies like feel sad it's like yeah build your sadness up in you but it also weirdly as negative as the movie is it kind of is it leaves you with like hope and sadness yeah. it's such a perfect balance like yeah. it's amazing that's all no, I that sounds fucking amazing yeah so i Ow. moonlight is my top like that's the one that topped it and i i think it really should win an oscar that being said i feel like the Oscar voting committee is white, older males, and an all-black cast that deals mm-hmm. with homosexuality is going to turn a blind eye to it. But, I mean... It should not. Well, that, that's what... But, like, the Oscars, in my mind, don't mean shit. Like, it's such a perfect... Especially movie. considering, especially considering like, the, the, the feedback that they had from the previous... Like, the last year, I think it was, Oscar's so white. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I, I think the diversity of... The best picture nominee sort of like reflects that. Like I, to be honest, I actually don't even know who the best uh, best actor nominees are. But um, yeah, I'll pull them up. Yeah, pull that's them up. I I feel like Depp Patel, for example, is like a like a, a good nominee for best actor. Yeah, not only because he's a diversity uh, thing, but also because like he's a great actor. Well, he's a great actor, but he's also like. You know, it's like, it's like, well, he's not like an old white man. Like, I don't think Tom Hanks is going to win it for Sully. I mean, like, we all know Tom Hanks is a great actor. Like, yeah. he doesn't need another Oscar on his shelf. Yeah. We all know Denzel Washington is a great actor. He's already got, like, two Oscars on his shelf. Yeah. At least. Yeah. So, I mean, like, but, like, Depp Patel, like, I feel like he's a shooting because, like, he's going to plug in, like, it's a great spot for him to plug in, like, his, his charity. Oh yeah, or whatever. Which but. is fine, but I I feel like Moonlight as well is like they I don't. It's weird because I don't think they have a like leading actor in a weird really? way because well, it's three is... it's three characters playing the Chiron like oh, okay. little, older and like adult like so. So really, it's... it goes by screen time. It, yeah. it doesn't. And I know. Um, I'm just gonna call Matt Lee because I butchered his name all night, all night long. I know he's up for best supporting actor. But another funny thing is that the earlier movie I reviewed, um, Hell in High Water, mm. I know that uh, Jeff Bridges and Ben Foster are both nominated for supporting actor because of, I guess, screen time? Like, sure. And I would really say Jeff Bridges is like, he's in, I would see, I'd see him as the like the, the main actor of that movie. Yeah. But I, I guess on screen time, like, probably Chris Pine is, but anyway. Technically, yeah. So, Moonlight, yeah, but- Jen... We didn't get your opinion on if you watch or not. Or, I, like, your I notes. Would, okay. My notes. I kind of stopped because you were telling a really good, vivid story of it, so I kind of stopped taking notes. Um, it sounds like a fantastic story. I was a little disappointed there was no butt stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just hand just, stuff. Just hands. Get, Maybe get, the butt stuff comes later. After the credits. Yeah. No, I, no, I'm kidding. It sounds like an amazing, amazing movie. 
I probably wouldn't watch it because it sounds so dreadfully real and sad that it would really affect me, and I can't take that kind of movie. That, I was just thinking before you talked, I was like, if she says no after Corey pouring his heart out about this movie... I, and that's no. my problem. You know how, I, like, movies really affect me in the yeah. negative... If it's but sad, I will, it if takes I, me but days It's, to it's get very over. sad. This guy's beat down, but I feel like at the end, you're somehow... You're sad, but there's a weird... Do you there's a weird eight hope. pounds? Yeah, this is no eight pounds. pounds. Seven pounds. This is no. This is week. this is not like that. I will say seven days or a pound. I will say this. It does leave you with like a very like maybe he will be loved at the end. So I. Mm. Think, but anyway, here's the thing. So, so I don't like. I sounds like a. Oh, Willie's. I would love to watch it, yeah. but I would be afraid that I would find it too uh-huh. emotionally draining because I'm. I'm a pretty delicate, sensitive flower. All right. Well, I, so, oh my, my top God. movie got a lot I am so sorry for you because you, like, you sold me on that. No. I'm sold on I'm it. I'm sold on it. I'm not, I'm not unsold on it. I just don't. It's kind of like the few movies I've watched that have been, like, too close to the truth in real people's lives. It, they just. I too don't, much. I don't think I can handle it. But I will say That's also kind of, on this, which is, like, and I think I, I, I leaned on the, um, the fact that he's coming in terms of being homosexual in it, but I feel like that shouldn't be the main. No, and that's what I'm going. But it's like, but no, 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 no. But it's like it's such a beautiful movie, and it's like it's that that is a big part of it. <laughs> what? Look at what she's doing. Uh, <laughs> nobody can see what she. Okay, I'm just gonna take you this away. Take I'm pouring my heart out about this movie. I never get emotional. Calm down. Uh, so it's basically. I, I just think like. It's mm. such a beautiful movie about it. It's basically just a man coming to terms with everything that's messed him over and that to come in terms with like, I just want somebody to love me and maybe, and that's, a, and at the end, maybe I found that person. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be this I would see it. See, I, I would, I Thank would you, want yeah. to see it. I'm not saying I don't want to see it. I do. Okay. So she does. I you just don't know if you can sad see it. movies, they really like, I, I Really, Jen. Actually, well, here's a good question. I mean, what after hearing all of these, Mm -hmm. which if you had to pick one, oh yeah, honestly, my that line movie really the way you explained it, like I I heard good things about it, but like the way you explained it, like I really like that. So you pick Lion? No, I'm I'm really beating around the bush here. I don't know because I really want to see Hidden Figures, which I will see. Yeah. Then this Moonlight movie, I do really want to see it, but I'm just like sad movies, man. Honestly, the way Corey described Moonlight, and I mean he's very passionate about movies, so mm-hmm. he's like he's like yeah. passionate, bad or good. Yeah, sure. So when he's like that passionate and like talks about it and like chokes up a little bit, I'm like. Ow. Jeez, Louise. yeah, and I get some after this movie. Okay, <laughs> okay. so okay, okay. No, that so Moonlight. Really Maybe you should see That's Moonlight. Not, do not apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and he's me with the door open. He totally so. is. It's all right. It's all right. You gotta Sorry, do what you gotta do. Um, so I would <laughs> the one I never heard anything about Moonlight. So the yeah. fact that it sounds so fantastic, 
would probably be my top choice. There you go. See, there you go. See, it started off kind of shaky there. But you're really your thing is is just like you want to see it, but you just don't know if you can handle it like, because I, I it's so can't emotional. Handle sad movies. I can't. So uh, we're under agreement that Manchester. Under- no, no. Okay, can we bring? Okay, hang on a second. Hang on. Let's just let me take. Let me just give me a second here. So. Don't hate us. Best actor Netflix. nominees oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. are Andrew Garfield, Hacksaw Ridge, of course. Ryan Gosling, La La Land, of course. Denzel Washington Fences. No, don't give it to him. Um, uh, Casey Affleck, no, Manchester no, by the Sea, no, no. and Viggo Mortensen for oh, Captain, Captain Fantastic, Fantastic, which I haven't seen. Okay, that was Can, I... Captain Fantastic. Captain Fantastic is an amazing movie. If I loved anything in the entire world. As much as Vigo Mortensen loves showing his penis off in movies. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, now I'm in. Yeah. I Full would, frontal. Like, my sister's favorite oh, yeah. actress. And it's, <laughs> is it? My sister's it, favorite it, actress. Yeah. How big was it, Corey? Stop me. Wait. Stop, stop me. Have you not seen Eastern Promises? No. Like, Before, he just shows his penis. I don't know. I have Eastern Promises. Okay, but... Okay, like, I do want to... I mean, on the... on. I don't know. It's, it's a penis that's... Classic? It, well, it is flaccid, but it's... I don't really like flaccid movies. Flaccid. Okay. Let's talk about the aspects of movies that we want to spoil. Anyway, go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're, this is the spoiler round of... Like the real spoiler. Like, Even though I spoiled Mid- Moonlight like crazy. Anyway. We gave warnings. Yeah. But the spoiler in Manchester by the Sea, which was the scene that I cried in. So the tragedy that Casey Affleck's character goes through, like from his past, is, is that he was married with a wife, which was Michelle Williams who was pretty good. She wasn't in it a lot, though. Yeah. But anyway, um, he had a wife, and he had three kids. And he got drunk one night and left the fire on. Uh, and went, walked out to, like, the gas station to get more alcohol. Yeah. And he that comes alcohol. home to his house on fire. Yeah. And them taking his wife away in an ambulance. And then it cuts to the next morning where they're cleaning up the fire. Yeah, all and they're day. finding his dead children. Oh yeah, why didn't he just kill him? So that's yeah. the part that like he basically wanted. He to. broke down, yeah. and I lost it. Yeah. Like because the whole the whole movie he's very one note, yeah. very monotone, and very like he's just not. Why would you? Why would you want to live after? Like I mean, like you should, Casey Affleck. You should. Your character should kill himself. Like yeah. and yeah. Oh, here's the other kicker. He did try to kill himself when he was being questioned by the police. So he was being questioned by the police, and he took a gun, and he went to shoot himself, but they, like, stopped him. Uh, so, yeah. That scene... Try it again, buddy. Come on. That scene yeah. was fucking rough. Try it. Try put the rocks in your pockets and walk in the ocean. Or, you live two hours in the sea, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And it was perfect if his oh name was Manchester. And they talk about went, it so much, though. By the sea. Because the whole thing was like, oh, <laughs> is the kid going to come live with me in Boston, or am I going to move to Manchester? And they kept talking about the distance, and he's like, oh, man, no, my life's here. I have my friends here, and that's a yeah. two-hour drive. Yeah, that's it. He's just like, also, my, my, my kid's dying in a fire was pretty bad, but also, not as bad as a two-hour drive to Boston. I also, like, why the fuck is this man being there for, like, fatherhood at all, like, he lost, he, like, he left, he lost. That's the godfather. Due to his own negligence, yeah. you know, like, it's like, 
Like, you are not fit to, if like... If those kids lived through that fire, you yeah. would never see them again. Yeah. Like, you are not fit to, like, rape any of those. Like, yeah, like I mean, none of us have kids, so we probably shouldn't judge. But I feel like yeah. we... But honest to God... Like, I, I would not murder... Like, I'm not minus three kids, though. Which he is. Yeah. That makes me immediately way better. I didn't realize that when, like, when there's a host fire or whatever, you can still find bodies. Like, I'd always just assume that it would be, like, nothing there. If it doesn't burn that hot, it might burn out before. Like, you would die of smoke. It was so Well, I mean, like, 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 such a degree of, like, heat to, like, burn bones or whatever. So, like, when you see that scene, you then, you're then, like, okay, well, I kind of get why you're, like, literally numb and nothing. Because you lost everything. Yeah. And then he, when he comes back, Michelle Williams has a new husband and a new oh, baby. Oh, she lives? And a new baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she survived. or whatever? So, like, she it's kind of fucked. Hmm. It's kind of fucked up. But Fences was like, I mean, one of the spoilers that I didn't mention was that he actually had an affair and got a, a woman pregnant and actually ended up having a kid, a baby daughter, oh. with another woman. No, that's and not, then the one, just wait. I mean, I expected that, you know. And then the woman dies in childbirth, and so he's left with the baby, and he comes home to Viola Davis, and he's like, oh, man, I fucked up. I have a kid. Can you look after it? And she says yes. And it's a baby. And the Can baby I say, when she America says America. yes, is she crying uncontrollably? Is no, the, the crying uncontrollably scene is when she finds out that he was having an affair. That's okay. when the crying when scene happens. Knows, ejects, like, all because the, she was essentially the, just like, you're my husband, I'm going to stick with you no matter what. And like, there's a point where she's like, she I'm going to take care of this child, and I will be a mom to this child, but you do not have me anymore. Huh. And they like they stay together, but they're not really together. Really, it's almost like they put up. Um, it's almost like they put up um, theoretical fences. Yeah, oh. the fences thing <laughs> came because the whole movie was like you have to build a fence around, like a physical fence around the house, and he gets mad at the son like you gotta go work on the fence and stop playing football <laughs> that was a terrible Denzel Washington no no no, no that was that, that was pitch away. perfect no, but when she just, finds out that he's having the affair like the the all over again. when he when she finds out he's having the affair she is like she's really emotional she runs out and she like kind of leans on the fence it breaks it all down no it doesn't it stayed up we are so, so deep drunk. in the gold slogger right I now. know the gold slugger is almost gone yeah. now. I will say, like, and another thing I want to bring up is early on, you're just like, I'm taking this bottle home, by the way. And we're just like, yeah, totally. Bottle. There's going to be nothing left in the bottle. Uh, so I guess we have to wind this down, but I just like to say, spoilers for Hell or High Water, because I, I have such great <laughs> feelings. Oh, okay. spoilers at, the end of at this point, this is like a two hour podcast. I'm taking so, yeah. out syllables. I'm sorry, world. Um, Internet. Uh, I don't even want to say, like, okay, Hell or Water is perfect, because it seems very generic, like I said earlier, but, like, if I'm going to spoil the territory, they play with, um, kind of subjects like, um, fuck. <laughs> 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 um, I know. Uh, the brothers, so it seems like the brothers just ragtag guys, uh, robbing banks, but it comes down to the fact that Chris Pine's character, um, has never really, like, he has a pretty clean record like he's been kind of straight laced but you find out that like Chris Pine and Ben um Foster Foster thank you thank you Ben Foster's uh, mother died recently and they have a ranch and the ranch that they have uh is in almost for, uh, for foreclosure from the bank which is like and so the bank's gonna take the property but what 
and also, but the property has just been found out that has oil underneath it. So yeah, it's worth oil. Than but basically, they have no money from it left. So the bank is like literally like trying to take their money, basically. Yes. Being like, oh, you're behind on your foreclosure and your mom just died. Okay, if you don't pay X amount of dollars off in this time frame, we gonna, we're going to take your house yeah. or your ranch and they know there's oil on it. Yeah. So basically, what happens is Ben Foster and and Chris Pine are robbing the bank that's going to foreclose. They're robbing branches of it, small uh, branches, taking money. Uh, they take the money. They go to casinos. They pretend like they gamble. They gamble a little bit, but then cash out that money, get a check, and take it as, like, deposits yeah. on the mortgage. Right. So it's like... So they're using the, the casinos to sort of, like, a launder, launder the, money. the money. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So... And you find out that the um, uh, the Ben Foster character had killed their abusive father when they were younger. So he's kind of messed up. Like, he's the loose yeah. cannon. So, it's typical Ben Foster. Yeah, exactly. Mechanic, it's perfect Ben Foster. Yeah. Angel, free Three days a night. Um, so basically, it comes down to the fact that Chris... Um, Pine. Chris Pine is like... He has two sons and a, like a, he's divorced from his wife or separated. And basically what they're trying to do is pay the ranch off. Um, and he's trying to get money for, like, his kids and stuff like that. But he's, like, he's the thinker and Ben Foster's more of the hothead. So anyway, when I said they they, they robbed the, the bank that has a bunch of people in it, they do that. But they get chased by some of the locals. And then the cops get called in and they're, like, they're not really going to, like, they can't really sneak away. They have a backup car. But Ben Foster basically, like, okay, here's the deal. Like, I'm going to... I'm going to, like, create a diversion. The cops are going to chase me. You're going to get away the money. You do, you pay off the rest of, like, the mortgage or, or whatever. Um, so he goes up in the hills. He has a bunch of hicks with guns chasing him. <laughs> and, like, the cops, and they track him to, like, Ben Foster's at, like, a mountain almost? Like, a yeah. weird kind of thing. And he, he takes a sniper rifle, climbs up the mountain. So the cops show up. So Jeff Bridges and uh, Gil Birmingham show up. And this is kind of like where it's perfect in the way that they, there's no music cues. It's just like things happening. You're like, holy shit. So yeah. basically you see this relationship with like uh, Jeff Bridges and Gil Birmingham, the whole uh, show. So they're setting up like cop cars to be like, okay, how are we going to get this guy down? He has the advantage. And they're talking. And out of nowhere, Gil Birmingham is shot like through the eye and killed. Oh, him. shit. Like, just, and it's weird because the Jeff Bridges character has very much been like running him down and like, oh, you're yeah, whatever. But then you see like, he's like, holy shit. Like, oh my God. And you see the emotions. Like he actually cared for this guy. So I think like, so Jeff Bridges gets like just a local kind of hick to take him up the, this hill. Like, cause you know, uh, ben Foster's kind of got the high ground, so yeah. he gets higher than him, and he basically snipes Ben Foster, kills him. Uh, that being said, the plan works that Chris, Chris Pine get, goes to the casino. Like his brother, like they have this moment where it's like basically Ben Foster's like, "I'm taking the bullet for this," and he, they kind of understand that he's gonna die. Like he's yeah. just gonna, mm. but he's like, "I'm fucked up. I killed my dad. Like I'm, yeah. I've never been anything good. Like I'm just." Whatever. So Chris Pine is basically like he's he's never had a bad record. So it basically like he takes the money, he goes to a casino, and it's the last bit of money they need to take the the the, the pie out the mortgage. Yeah. Um. So while he's at the casino, kind of gambling away, getting thing, he sees the news and it's like, oh, 
his brother got shot. Like, yeah. So that's when he realizes it. So now you have these two characters, because leftovers, Jeff Bridges and Chris Pine. And, like, Jeff Bridges lost a partner, Chris Pine lost his brother. So, whatever, everything happens. Uh, Jeff Bridges, like I said, is close to retirement. He retires, and then he's fine. But he's, like, pushing. He goes to the bank, and he's kind of like, I have this guy. I know this guy. He seems squeaky clean, like Chris Pine. But we feel like he sold money from your banks, um, and it feels like he's in the scot free. But at that, this point, the banks won't help the police. They're like, no, no, he's fine. He has a clean record. Because they're like... Whatever money they lost in the robbery, they've made up in. They've church. made up. They they've made up from the fact that Chris Pine's character now is banking all this oil money through their bank. So like we're not gonna like even though he robbed this bank, yeah. the money they make off him from this oil thing, they're just like no, we're like Excuse. we're not gonna we're not gonna help the police in this situation. Yeah. So basically, it's it. Jeff Bridges has to retire. He retires, and he shows up at Chris Pine's ranch. And there's this amazing uh, moment. This is the end. And it's uh, like, and it's these two guys that are just like passively, aggressively saying to each other, I want to kill you. Yeah. Like, it's like Jeff Bridges shows up and is like, yeah, like, I don't believe all these things. Like, I think you were working with your brother and you were this mastermind. I was saying, and Chris Pine basically saying like, no, I'm just saying, yeah, basically you can't prove it. Like, I'm literally doing this to like... My family's never had money, and this is America. And he's like, rich people inherit, their kids are rich, and their grandkids are rich. And, like, that's how America works. He's like, I, like, he's like, I'm just happy that I had a piece of land that now my kids are rich, and their kids will be rich, and I was never rich. So he's, like, kind of justifying his action about saying he did it. Yeah. And they have this big, and it's almost so much that, like, you feel like Jeff Bridges is going to kill him. Yeah. Like, but even they're being very passive aggressive, and then all of a sudden, like, his ex-wife shows up with their two kids, and you find out, like, Chris Pine's character is there fixing things on the ranch, but he has taken, he hasn't taken a dime from this. Like, oh. he signed everything over to his kids, because he wants his kids to be well off. And he's like, no, I live in town, I don't live here, I, I, I have no power in this ranch, I'm just a guy trying to, like, survive. And then it, it the movie basically ends with them being like, with Jeff Bridges being like, okay, cool, I'll find out where you really live, and maybe we'll have a talk, being like, maybe I'll come and I'll try and kill you. And then Chris Pine's like, yeah, cool, I'll be waiting for you, so if you yeah. try to come kill I'll me, I'll kill you. And that's the end of the movie. And it's really? very, like, it's so tense, but it's such a perfect thing, and, like, movies would, like, movies just will always show that, being like, there'll be a revenge scene, there'll be a big shootout, but it's just like, it's such a, a, a great movie where it, like, builds up, and it, it's messed up and it's very subtle, but then at the very end, it's it's like so tense, being like, "I want to kill you," yeah. and the other guy's like, "I want to kill you," and they have this big kind of scene, being like, "Well, we're gonna try to kill, to kill each, each other. other at some point, in time. Yeah. and that's it." And that's that's kind of cool, though. I like it's that. amazing. Like it's such a good movie, and it's. Do you sweet. think there'll be like a sequel? No, I think no, that's it. No. Yeah, I don't. It wouldn't. They work should just leave it, and it, and it works out well. Like and yeah. well, I I recommend if you watch it, which you should. You'll see it's just like, it's the perfect ending. It's just like, it's two guys that are like hate. I think I'm going to watch all these movies now. They also have I mean, yeah. I, I think too as well. Even if you don't want to see them, I think we give you a good rundown of all of them. That's true. Um, so I think I should copy one of my favorite podcasts. And if you made it through this, because it's going to be very long, tweet a hashtag. Yes. 
But we need to think of a hashtag. Hashtag yes. Spider-Man for the Oscars. Hashtag Spider-Man Oscars. Hashtag, hashtag Oscar says Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes. Hashtag Oscar so Spider-Man. So? so? Or Wait, says? Says. Uh, We're all incredibly intoxicated. We're gold slogger. Do you remember last year Oscar said white? Yes, Oscar so Spider-Man. Perfect. Awesome. Okay, so hashtag Oscar so Spider-Man if you made it through this entire thing. Um, so thank you guys for doing this and getting drunk with me, talking about movies. And I also want to say thanks, Corey, for the name because you came up with the name of this podcast. Thank you, thank you. Yes. So now is your chance to take credit. I will. Um, <laughs> so intoxicated <laughs> is my creation, but no, that's uh, yeah, Corey West Productions. I just hope you guys like it, and if you don't, uh, then Sarah S- came up with it. And, and also send your hate mail to. to yeah, yeah. Sorry, if you don't like the name of the podcast and you have any concerns about it, send me your concerns to <laughs> at hotmail.com. Thank you very much. And that's it. Let's bring it in for one more cheers. One more cheers. And we're gonna finish off this bottle and go the fuck home. Gross. Uh, Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.